1: Check out the conversations here on Kelly and Company, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, every weekday. And you can even take part in these conversations by giving us a call, 1-866-509-4545. That's our our phone number where you can leave a voicemail. And if you'd like us to play your message on air, please give us permission to do that. Also, feedback at ami.ca. An easy way to email us with your comments and on social media, if you're hanging out there on Twitter, you can find us at AMI-audio. I'm the host of the show, Ramia Amuthan, here with Brock Richardson today. And we're going to talk a little bit more audio entertainment. We're squeezing in as much as possible throughout the summer on this front with Michael Fair.
2: Hi, I'm Mike Fair. iPhones, iPods, and iPads are everywhere. And they're doing great things for the blind. We explore all that, plus audio entertainment, dramas, podcasts, internet radio, and games. We share it all on Kelly and Company.
1: Michael, it's been a little bit of everything all summer with you on Thursdays. Uh, You know, audio dramas, comedies, horror, and some suspense. And this time around, earlier this summer audible added moriarty the devil's game to its audible plus catalog and so you're going to tell us about this star-studded podcast which turns the world of sherlock holmes on its head intriguing already what's the story about
2: so basically this this uh, podcast the idea is that moriarty is innocent professor moriarty is sherlock holmes's arch enemy. he is he's the master criminal that sherlock holmes ends up dueling in the, in the regular cam, uh, uh, regular Sherlock Holmes. This says that Moriarty is actually innocent. He's a brilliant young math professor, and he had a, uh, a formula that could predict the future and refused an offer uh, by the British to, to work for the, the, uh, the British monarchy. And therefore, like the things that happen, it ends up that this, this is sort of uh, pushing his bride-to-be Uh, is is killed and he is framed for that murder and he knows he didn't kill this this unfortunate woman and now the whole story is his journey to become the master criminal that he ultimately is and it it turns everything on its head sherlock holmes is evil in this just really ruthless and and just hard-hearted everything It it, all the characters of are sort of changed in different ways it's, it's brilliantly done, and it's, it's a neat to take on the Sherlock Holmes uh, pastiche.
0: Sounds very cool. Uh, what level of resources have been put into this particular project?
2: Audible has spared no expense here. Uh, it, it's, uh, they they uh, partnered with uh, Treefort Media, and together they just threw everything at this. Dominic, Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd are the lead star- stars in this. They are familiar to Lord of the Rings fans as as hobbits. Actually, uh, they were both hobbits in that. And uh, Dominic Monaghan is the professor, and uh, Billy Boyd is Colonel Sebastian Moran, his partner. And uh, boy, they just went to town. So top billing in terms of actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer is uh, Charles Keineker. He writes other screenplays. He was responsible for uh, Kill Switch, the movie, and Edge of Winter. So uh, top level writing. Sound and every and music, uh, movie quality stuff. So they they threw the works at this.
1: Yeah, and we'll get more into the details on the acting and stuff in a second. But it, I think that it's expected, right? Like we'd expect nothing less from a uh, Audible and B taking on something like this, where you're supposed to flip the way you think of the whole Sherlock Holmes franchise. And we can't even get into how extensive that is and how much it's been done. How long is the story itself, and what's the pacing like?
2: The story is divided up into 10 episodes. Each of them is around 30 minutes. Most of them are a little more. So you end up with rough, like, approaching six hours, I would say, of content uh, in that range. So uh, it, basically, uh, each episode is 30-plus is minutes in a nutshell. And uh, it, it, the pacing changes. It, it has sections of flashbacks and kind of slows down as, as there's some soul-searching that happens. And it speeds up their action sequences like a prison escape and a bank robbery uh, and a few other things. And uh, just a really excellent, uh, excellent job pacing this.
0: And you mentioned it sort of off the top specifically about uh, Sherlock Holmes just being uh, ruthless was your words. Um, As a longtime fan, what did you think of the characters and how they were altered. Were you supportive of this?
2: I really w- was a dubious going in. I thought, oh, this could really devolve into a horrible budget comedy kind of thing, and I just thought, oh, no. But it, it surprised me. They, mm. they, the, the core of each character remained. You could sort of tell, oh, this is a, a neat switch of roles, and it was really honored. Like, I never felt that any cheating was done or any extremes kind of were, were just nonsensical. It all made complete sense. And it kind of reminds me of a Neil Gaiman story called A Study in Emerald, where it's sort of an alternate universe, an alternate reality where different things were true of different people. It had that kind of feel. It was was very well executed.
1: So lots of research or notes taken um, from Sherlock Holmes to make this feel very plausible. How about the sound and music? You touched on a little bit of this stuff already, but Tell us more.
2: Yeah, this this is movie quality. If you sat me down in the theater and you pumped this through the speakers and didn't tell me and maybe removed the little theme things that mark the episode Mm -hmm. breaks, I would swear it was a six-hour movie. Like this thing is top quality, movie-level absorbing sound. It's really well done. You know, the prison environment, all the different environments, you felt like the characters were there the voices sounded like they ought to in those locations. The movement sounded right, like it just the detail was impressive, really impressive.
0: And do you have anything more on the acting for us that we haven't touched on?
2: Yeah, the acting was really awesome. Uh, Dominic Monaghan, you could really feel his his journey from innocent professor to now becoming this this ultra criminal. Uh, Phil Lamar uh, really gave evil to Sherlock Holmes in a convincing way. You really, this guy was ruthless and just determined to, no matter what depths he had to sink to or dastardly deeds, he was going to manipulate his, even Watson, Uh, Adam Gottlieb did a really neat job as, as a soul searching Watson who was just forced into this by a ruthless Holmes and use his skills as a tracker. And and basically a doctor who's forced to commit murder to help Holmes achieve his ends it's it's just incredible how all of this was done uh just superb superb stuff here in the acting front
1: was the ending handled well
2: i was surprised by that i i just clearly saw it could end up disastrously but i i was very happy with how that ended they really pulled the ending off nicely it didn't feel unresolved it it felt like it ought to. Of course, it was going to happen. That you almost had that sense of how inevitable it was once you heard it. But uh, we, we had to hear it. Uh, Sarah and I both uh, listened to the story uh, in in a long section. We did nearly a five hour binge at one point because we just we had to hear how it ended before <laughs> we could sleep. Like it was that good.
0: And so, overall, then, how good of an entry was this for Audible?
2: This is probably the best thing, certainly this year, that they've done, I would say, in, in terms of just sheer quality, and to, to, they're not charging you for it. You can, If you're an Audible member, if you're already subscribed to Audible and, and getting a credit or more per month, you can just go in and grab this at no cost and just hear it, and that is, they're, they're, that Audible Plus perk is really becoming something. There's such a big collection now of shows and things, including this one, And this is top of the line. This this will those hours will fly by, listening to this. It was it was so well done.
0: Now, Mike, you you've mm -hmm. been talking very highly of this whole thing, and I it's made me want to go and and listen to it and see what this is all about. Was there anything in this where you were like, oh, I was kind of missing this or that, or would you say like just complete performance, nothing missing at all?
2: I. I couldn't detect anything missing or any, any sort of little errors. I was, I was kind of listening for that sort of thing. But they really covered their bases well. I, I expected to find something to gripe at, honestly, but I really didn't. They really pulled off something pretty ne- neat here. And uh, it, it, it just it's the, the best they've ever done with Audible Original. I guess they're getting these partner organizations in, and uh, they're able to really pool with resources well. And, and really up their game. And uh, they've done it again here. It's, it's really top, top quality. I would have e- cheerfully paid a credit for this.
1: Yeah. And which is why it's so amazing that they're putting all this stuff on Audible Plus, right? I mean, it's still just going to get more uh, Audible subscribers in, you know, on the, on the, the the bigger picture uh of audible and if they're if people are more intrigued by audible plus catalog and you're not yet a member of audible then you're of course going to um start leaning towards that option but it's amazing because yeah existing members don't have to pay anything extra and the quality doesn't Change or you know the content doesn't simplify just because it's in the Audible Plus. Like I'm hearing a lot of people rave about this. This uh, section of Audible,
2: it it changes the the whole balance of it because on one hand you're just getting one book a month, and for a lot of people that's questionable. They're oh, do I really want to pay that much a month for one audiobook? But when you get this Audible Plus thrown in, and you really explore it and take time to dig into what's included, it's massive, and there's tons there. And it's, it's so much more. There are whole books. There are whole series. Uh, there are podcasts, specially developed shows that are really high quality for the most part. Uh, and you, you know, don't – th-
1: it's not just books. Like that's what you're mentioning right now. It's not – it's no longer just, oh, if I don't do audiobooks, then why would I subscribe to Audible? There's a slew. Like yes. just their podcast archive alone is incredible.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely massive, and, and, mm-hmm. and just so worth listening to. And the app makes it so easy and accessible that it's it's just a no brainer. Like I would say for blind people, unless you're really really tight for for funds, Audible is almost a must at this point. Even if you never get one book from it, there's yeah. so much that you can just you know enjoy. That uh, that it's it's kind of worth it. You know, there's so, there's is. audio dramas, there's shows, there's other things you can use those credits for. And then there's just this massive Audible Plus, that exactly <laughs> that is, on is...
1: top of all that. Mike, going back to Moriarty for a bit. Um, do you feel like the um vibe, the you know, the genre, if you will, of this podcast feels like the classic way to go for Sherlock Holmes? That you know, mystery and whatever. There's not really elements of comedy or other things to make it different
2: no it was pretty it was pretty classic it, it, okay. it, took, it took itself seriously there were you know fun moments but this was a this was a tragedy unfolding this was a, a fellow you know forced into the dark side of life the the, the ambitious greedy side of victorian society so there were it, it didn't sort of pull any punches there you really felt the grimness of this journey of this man and he, he you know as, as he grieved the loss of his fiancee you kept seeing flashbacks uh, to her, uh, as, as he went through his, his journey and what he becomes is just, it, it, it has a, a, a very classic, very modern feel. Like it almost sounds Mm -hmm. like the Sherlock series, uh, just in the, in the sheer quality of sound, uh, they've really enhanced that to the point where it's just like, wow, like, it's just amazing. And, but it, it doesn't lose that old, the Victorian feel, that kind of these are events and they're almost slated to unfold this way kind of thing. There's that that classic sense of, of plot progression as you go through this.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. Do we still have more audio entertainment coming our way next week?
2: Well, we have a bit of a detour. We're going to go a bit into tech. Apple has thrown a bit of a curve at us. We do have a couple of summer blockbusters in the offing, though, that haven't appeared yet. Okay. And think they probably will soon, so we will be sort of doing a bit of tech, a bit of entertainment. We're going to vary it a bit more from here on out.
1: I mean, that's the back-to-school vibe, right? Thank you so much, Mike. Looking forward to all the content.
2: Absolutely. We'll keep it coming.
1: Michael Fair joining us on Thursdays for audio entertainment. Throughout the summer, he's done a ton, so check out the podcasts for that information and all the reviews. Uh, But next week, we'll be going into a little bit of Apple. Moriarty, you can find uh, Moriarty the Devil's Game free um, for Audible members, as part of the Audible Plus catalog. And then you can add episodes to your library at no cost. We love it. After the break here on Kelly and Company, we're checking in with UK's Fern Lalum for some disability highlights. She's prepping us for this year's International Day of Persons with Disabilities being recognized on December 3rd. We'll be right back. <laughs>